0: Welcome to the podcast Intuition Speaks. You are about to listen to an older episode from when this podcast used to be Intuition by Design. I hope you enjoy these older podcast episodes but I just want to give you a heads up that at the end of this season I made a total pivot which took me about two years to make. So there is a gap in time between this season and the most recent one. I do, however, if you are interested, have a Patreon account that includes human design information and resources so that you can dive deeper and do some self-study. My Patreon account is has other resources for you all about intuition, social media growth, and monetization, and the Akashic Records, and a bunch of different exciting topics. If you are interested in that, you can check out the show notes, and I hope you enjoy listening. You are listening to Human by Design Podcast, where every week we will break human design down into digestible bite-sized pieces, helping you to peel back the layers of your conditioning so you can better understand yourself, your friends, and your family. We will examine what it means to be a human as our truest selves. I am your host and soul coach, Tia Marie. Through human design and connecting to intuition, I bring you the tools to help guide you to your innermost truth. Welcome to this week's episode
1: of Human by Design with Tia Marie. I am so excited to have you guys here for another week filled with human design information. So, a little preface before we get into this week's episode. I originally had planned on taking the month of August off to do some expanding, some some growing, some learning, just to like dig in a little bit deeper and get a little bit more like depth to myself and my life and just enjoy life a little bit more in general. Since the new moon, since the eclipses have started and since my recent session with Nadia, which I will get into in a moment. Holy wow. The shifts that I have been going through as a person, as a human being have been extremely fundamentally life changing. (laughs) I am like on a completely different playing field now. And I still feel that call for depth, that call for enjoyment, that call for leaning into the unknown, because I really don't know... What's next? What's coming for me? I really have no idea what's around the bend. So we are still working and putting together the amazing event, Rise Above Healing Through Inner Work. This is my soul's child, my soul's creation, and I'm really excited that we've been getting such a huge attendance so far. It's still open for enrollment, so I'll make sure that if you haven't already checked it out and signed up that you do so. I'll leave the link in the show notes. But it's free so there's no reason not to show up not to kind of pique your interest around at like the different healers and teachers and people that i have in the group mentors Um, they're all bringing together different ways to do your inner work different tools to show you how to dig in how to lean in how to hear what it is that your soul wants you to do how to find your purpose and how to figure out who you genuinely are on a soul level. And that's what I'm most excited about right now for this month. And that begins on the 27th, I believe. So. I cannot wait for this to begin. I am so excited. I still have space. If you are a healer or if you are someone who does the inner work and you want to be a part of this, I still have a space or two available. Uh, you can you know, message me on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email at intuitionxdesign at gmail.com um, and I can give you more details. So I just... I am so looking forward to seeing how this plays out and I can't wait for you guys to just like see and learn and experience like the shifts that I've been going through and that others have been going through because of the inner work they've been doing. So that brings me to why I chose to do this episode. So um, I decided to shift my gears, shift my focus, and I wanted to release these episodes now because I need that space. I need that time. I'm growing. I'm becoming the person that I know I'm meant to be. And the way that i found that intuition works is it doesn't give you all the pieces at once if it did that it would extremely overwhelm you to the point of inaction if it gave you the end point and said this is where you need to be can you imagine can you imagine looking at your soul or or listening to your soul and saying how am I going to ever get there? And the thing is, is it gives you the little baby steps. It gives you the little baby pieces. And that's how you know you're getting to the place that you're going is by every step that you take, you get that new next piece. It doesn't always come right away. There's some transition. There's some settling into the energy of of where you are. But I am ready for this next leg of the journey, and I'm excited, and I cannot wait to see what it brings. I announced today on Instagram, and I was going to share this at the end of the series, um, that I will be rebranding, I will be shifting, I will be repurposing information and focusing on the things that excite me the most. I'm letting go of so many layers that I thought I needed to have in order to be safe, in order to be seen in the way that I thought was going to make me successful. And I honestly don't need that anymore. So I am so thankful. And this brings me to this week's small business spotlight. So you've heard me talk about Nadia before. She is like, A Wonder Woman in my eyes. And she's so humble because whenever I talk about, you know, or tell her about all the changes and shifts that have been going on, she's always like, Well, it's always been inside of you. This is all you. And I'm like, Yes, but you facilitated that. And that's what's the magic. And oh my gosh. So, She's doing some shifting and some rebranding of her own, which I love and I adore. And it's totally made this process feel a lot safer seeing somebody else go through the same thing. And she is doing subconscious work. And what she's doing is she's helping you with different modalities that she combines. She just intuitively knows like what your soul needs at that point. And what she does is she helps you reprogram and change the limiting beliefs that you have within yourself. And we worked on three beliefs. And I've told you the first time I talked about her and her work, I was truly a skeptic. And I get people who message me all the time when they see my stories and my posts about it. And they're like, I'm really skeptical. Is it still going to work? And I'm like, hell yes because I just dug in and I said you know what just for today I'm gonna believe this is this is a thing and it's been something that has changed so many things in my life and I'm just so amazed at like how it's shifted my energy and how it's shifted me in my being so Basically, she asked me to, to think of something or think of things that I wanted to shift things that I, you know, you could journal out things that you didn't want and then change that into, okay. So from the things that you're not wanting, that you're exhibiting in your life, like what are the things, what are the beliefs that you do want to implement? Uh, so it's all about changing core beliefs and I'm just, you know, I didn't take this very lightly, but I struggled I really truly struggled with figuring out what it was that I wanted and I couldn't sit down for days and like write down what it was that I wanted and so finally I think it was like a day or two before I just said you know what I'm just gonna ask my intuition my intuition is so intelligent it always knows what I need even before I know I need it and so we You know, I, we being me and my intuition, I sat down and I did some journaling and I figured out a few of the things that I wanted to ask for. So, the first belief that I wanted to change was it's safe to be seen. And now, this goes beyond just like being seen on social media, this is like my interpersonal relationships. So, what I tried to do is I looked for things with my intuition that were really holding me back, right? And, you know, one of the things that I, I always held this fear is that if people saw who I truly was, then they wouldn't love me or that somehow they wouldn't want to be with me or around me. And so it, it goes farther beyond being seen in social media as, you know, a, a figure of, you know, intuitive voice and, and human design, it goes well beyond that. It was more like deeper into my personal relationships where I had this barrier, had this wall up where I wasn't really truly letting people in to see who I was because I thought if they knew who I was, if they saw that, there might be something about that that they didn't like and that they would shun me for. I would feel shame for it. So that was the first one. And then the second one was my soul told me that I wanted to be famous my intuition said I wanted to be famous and I said well that's kind of silly but what is what is a way we can phrase this that you know it's not necessarily about being seen but more to do with my presence so we programmed the belief that and you know she had to help me with a wording for this because when you're doing a belief you don't want to to use a negative word. So like um you know, I think the original word was unlimited, but then there's that core word in that that says limited. So you don't want to use a word like limited when you really want to feel unlimited. So the belief that we programmed was um I want to no, my presence in the world is infinite. So this can go beyond being famous. This can go beyond anything. And I just feel like when I'm in a space, not only is it safe for me to be seen now, but, you know, I feel like my presence is something that people feel, some, something that people can recognize energetically. And it's kind of like a really cool and amazing thing to know that like my presence alone affects people. And it's something that I'm sure like already was a thing, but it's more in my awareness now and it's more of a strengthened belief because, uh, the process that she does, she tests to see if the belief is correct for you. She tests to see that if it's safe for you to program this belief, and then she tests to see if you already have the belief or not. Belief was, it is safe for me to want things. And I know that sounds kind of silly, but... I recognized when I sat down to write a list of things that I wanted,
0: I couldn't do it.
1: And it stemmed back from when I was going through my divorce and I was unemployed and a single mom. And I literally had no financial support other than my parents taking me back in. And I just developed this belief as I started to work that me wanting things meant that it took away from my dream of being independent. And then it became this thing of me wanting things meant that it took away from my dream of wanting to be debt free. And then it just perpetuated into this story that it wasn't safe for me to want something because if I couldn't have it, that that would be so detrimental to me that it just was safer to not want stuff. It was safer to just do the status quo and not want anything more. It was safer to just be happy with whatever it is that I had And not want to expand, not want to grow within that. And I'm telling you this limiting belief went far beyond like the most rational things. Like to the point where I like refused to buy new underwear after years. (laughs) It was so hard for me to even just give myself permission to do simple things like that. So a little bit of my ego was like, oh my God, if we reprogram this belief and it's going to be safe for you to want things you're going to want everything. You're going to want all the things. You're going to have no self-control. You're going to just want everything. Um, That has not been the case. And of all the things, okay, so first of all, I am wearing clothing that are a little bit more revealing than I normally would be comfortable in, but I don't give a, I don't give a damn. Like I don't give a shit. I just go out in public and I don't care anymore. I don't care if I put makeup on my face, if I have like a small scar blemish, because whenever I do get an acne spot, it tends to turn into like this purplish red scar, even if I don't pick it, (laughs) which is frustrating, but I don't care anymore Because it's not who I am and it's safe for me to be seen. And like, I can tell you, I felt so relieved, so free after the session. I cannot rave enough about her. She's just so amazing. But anyways, so I'm just learning what it is that I need to let go of. And I think there was no better time than this current you know, energy shift that we have going on with Mercury retrograde and all the eclipses, and I'm just calling to be inward, and I'm working through the ego stories that are coming up around this, and... I will leave her links in my bio. You definitely need to check her out. I will be booking another session with her at the end of this summer because I have a feeling there's going to be things that I want to work on that I want to change and I can't wait. I'm so excited to see how all these shifts play out. And with that, we're going to begin our interview with my dear friend, Erica. I love her energy. I love her spirit. So when I decided to start a podcast, I like automatically was like, hey, Erica, you're going to be on this podcast with me. (laughs) And she was like, okay, okay. So she is basically, aside from being one of my best friends on the interweb, someone that I started my spiritual journey with, and we are like soul sisters. She's an intuitive, and she is a Reiki master. She does a lot with inner growth and expansion and self-integration, and she also has just started doing human design readings. She is all about deep connections with people, and I think this is one of the reasons I love her so dearly, (laughs) and she's just always been someone I can bounce, like, ideas off of, and she's always just been so supportive (laughs) in all of the crazy, like, ego processes I've gone through and shifts, and, you know, I just believe that we both have the same core foundation of, like, alignment and empowerment within ourselves, so... With that, here's my interview with her, and I hope that you enjoy it. All right, so I have one of my dearest friends, Erica, here, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast because I knew when I was going to create a podcast that somehow she was going to get on it. I didn't know how, but I was like, Erica, you're going to be on my podcast someday. (laughs) So we actually found human design around the same time, right? Yes, ma'am. All right. So why don't you talk about your experience with, like, how you discovered human design and then, like, what your reaction was to it?
2: I actually found human design through a friend. She got a reading from someone who visited her home. And those two brilliant people <clears throat> with their powers combined <laughs> just, like, <laughs> enlightened a whole bunch of people who were living in the house at the time. Not a whole bunch, but hey. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I discovered that I was a generator, sacral generator, Mm -hmm. everything resonated immediately. And, um, then I found out, you know, little by little, you're supposed to learn a little bit more, a little bit more of your design because it's a lot of information. Mm -hmm. So then I learned uh, my centers and all of that resonated and I was just like fascinated by the whole concept of human design. And then I learned my profile and that resonated even more deeply being a 4'6". So, yeah.
1: everything (laughs) kind of like lined up for you and was like, wow, this is like me to a T.
2: Right, right.
1: And it like, was there anything that it like shed light on that you were like confused about in your life and you were like, oh, that makes so much sense.
2: Well, you know, as a generator, we're supposed to respond to outside circumstances and I've never been one to initiate. And when I do initiate, it doesn't go as well for me. So just that basic concept of the strategy of responding um, just helped so much following that inner guidance, inner authority, the sacral response. And, you know, like I've never been able to make decisions without having yes or no answers (laughs) like and people would always get annoyed by me because I wouldn't be able to make a decision so when I found out that my authority was to respond or yes or no sacral center thing um that just brought in so much clarity for myself and knowing that yeah have someone ask you yes or no answers or ask yourself yes or no answers and There will be so much clarity.
1: (laughs) And I love it because you were actually the one that like gave me that understanding. Because I remember when we were both like going through this discovery together, I was like, Erica, what the hell am I responding from? I'm like, am I asking my uterus to respond to me? Because like, in my mind, I'm like, that's the sacral center is like the genital. Right. So I'm like, am I supposed to ask my ovaries, like, should I do this or not? So you actually helped me. That was like the first sacral session that we had. Remember, like, I was like, can you ask me some questions? I just need some clarity. Um, But you've always been such a great source of clarity for me because you have that lovely defined throat center where I'm not defined. So I'm like, can I just talk to you? (laughs)
2: thanks I appreciate that you also like reciprocated that as well um talking me through things and guiding me so and being able to voice what I can't mm. voice you know what I'm limited to and you're like you are able to walk me through that with your coaching (laughs) and uh kind of express what I don't know how to express sometimes Mm. with yes or no answers so or (laughs) yes or no questions
1: so definitely generator friendly over here (laughs) just two generators going uh uh-huh and uh uh-uh together (laughs) so I know you wanted to talk about kind of like what's been going on for you and that open g center which I know for a lot of people is like I know, I just dove right for it. I didn't even, like, dip my toe in, Erica. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's jump in. Let's talk about it. And, like, definitely in talking to you, like, I I think, like, I've been able to, like, see <clears throat> in the differences. Like, I'm just like, well, why can't you just know what it is you're supposed to do? And then you having that, like, I can't get that clarity – has been so like enlightening for me because I've I've had so many people in my life that I didn't realize before had this open G center. And I would always not be that understanding person that would be like, well why can't you just get it together, you know? Um so like having you as a friend and seeing your whole process and how you've responded and how you you can I'm gonna let you take this because it's been a, it's been a journey and it's been fun watching you.
2: Oh, I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm like you're know, in my throat like oh. But um uh yeah, the undefined G center. <laughs> is it okay to be silly? It's,
1: it's okay. okay to be silly.
2: <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, the G center is for love direction purpose and identity and so some things that I've noticed with having an undefined g-center is that you know I definitely do not have a sense of direction outside of the now moment everything is responding in the moment for me and I feel the energy in the moment if that makes sense Mm. Um, I do have some sort of vision for the future, which I'm just now developing after, I guess, three years of being in the human design experiment Um, and, you know, doing the inner work and really cleaning out the not self and all those fun things that come with undefined centers and just being human in America. (laughs) (laughs) In the (laughs) Um, world. (laughs) So, yeah, one of the, things that when I first got a reading was you know school when I was a young child or when I was in high school you know they really they really encourage you to go to college and find what you want to do what is your purpose in life what are you going to do with your life I never resonated with that I always felt like College wasn't for me. I did attend, but I shortly dropped out because it just, you know, I was acting out of my not self. I was acting out of expectations, which is very common for people with undefined centers or open centers. Um, And I just never had that direction. I always just knew in the moment. And, you know, I never know who I am either. I don't have a set identity. Um, they say people with undefined G centers are chameleons Mm. and I've always felt like that. I was a chameleon and couldn't fit into any space that you put me in, um, which, you know, has its pros and cons, but me as the four, six finds it as an opportunity rather than something that weighs down on me being a chameleon. Um, so The really important thing with for people with undefined G-Centers are you have to be very careful of the crowd that you are around. Mm. Because it's undefined and because we're absorbing this information and it is distorted because it's amplified um, and it's not regulated, we become the product of our environment. So it's very, very important to have a... (sighs) have a circle of friends or a circle of family that are really healthy or supportive and loving and kind and whatever you thrive from instead of, you know, an unhealthy environment where you become that, that environment um, because you really do.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sure I've seen times like in my own life, even just having this defined, like we're the wrong people are not helpful so I can only imagine are there any specific like you don't have to call people out but like any specific times in your life where like you've been around the wrong people and it's made a huge impact and like what's happened to you
2: Mm. um fortunately, not too many horrible situations. I'm pretty good at feeling it out right away and receiving those red flags. Mm -hmm. Um, I, when I was younger, yes. Um, there are times where I did dabble in stuff that I probably shouldn't have, you know, (laughs) but, and felt out and experienced things, but that's fine. You do life experiences for a reason. Um, but I was starting noticed that I was starting to become a person that wasn't true to myself to who I felt like I was inside my inner essence, so I quickly was able to cut ties with those people or just move on to another direction
1: <laughs> mm. and yeah. I really love how like in all of this, you've really honored like what your body was telling you and honored like your sacral. And I think that more than anything has helped you kind of like, I feel like you've, you've grown in who you are in such a short time lately. Um, And especially like, since like, we both started our human design journey together, like just in the last year, um, I don't know if you want to talk about anything that's been happening to you in the in the past year. And like, just in your experience with, like, navigating who you are and, and your direction and purpose in the moment through your sacral? What do you think? You're my sacral. Hmm.
2: Well, sure, I'm open to
1: discussing <laughs> that.
2: Um, so, I don't know, within the last year, I, you know, some people call it the kundalini awakening or just a spiritual awakening or however you define that. And something just really shifted within the last year energetically and within myself. And, like, I could not ignore it. There was mm-hmm. no way. I was suffering too much internally and emotionally. Uh, physically, I just just felt so low and so, you know, it's typical for people with oh, uh, undefined G-Centers not to know who they are or mm-hmm. not to know where they're going, but... There's a difference when you feel like your soul is lost,
0: you know? Mm.
2: And so I really started listening to my body and following my strategy and inner authority and responding to those outside circumstances that, you know, even when my mind was saying, no, 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 my body said, yes, go this way. And I followed foolishly sometimes, but, you know. <laughs> Within the last four months, uh, it really kicked in overdrive, and I am now separated from my husband. Um, my body just really led me to do things that were out of character mm. and uh, I wouldn't normally do, and even if it was hurting someone, that was not my intention, but it was so strong my body, my, my sacral response was so strong to do that thing anyway, because I know that it would help me find my purpose in the moment or develop that sense of purpose. Um, is that even making sense?
1: Oh, it totally is. Because like, I, to see the progression that I've seen in you, like you have be like, you've come from being like this confined spirit and now like you are like this open like soaring spirit I just feel like your energy is like shifted into a way like you're so much more passionate you have just more like life in you than you did just four months ago and like I was like wow Like, to overcome the mind and all the doubts in the mind that the mind's going to try to keep you in that space, Um, you know, and I've gone through a separation, I've gone through a divorce, so, like... The mind is going to be like, no, you need to stay because this is secure. This is safe. You know, what will other people think of you? What will other people say? But I just like knew in my soul and in my heart and in my gut, like if I stayed, like that would be the end of me. Like it was crushing me to stay in that relationship. So like I can on that level totally relate, but just like to have that that undefined and like openness to that center in you like and still pursue like the direction of your sacral like even though you didn't know what it meant you didn't know where it would bring you like that is powerful
2: yeah I felt like a crazy person (laughs) (laughs) thank you I appreciate that though and thank you for saying that within me
1: but Um, I definitely didn't see you as a crazy person you know (laughs) It's okay. I am. <laughs> I, was like, I was like no. been there, done that, sister. It is a <laughs> roller coaster, but you have come out of this so gracefully. Um and that's why I wanted you to talk about it because I feel like there are so many people who are out there who are afraid that that they don't know who's going to love them. They don't know, you know, what their purpose is. They don't know what their direction is, but it's like You don't have to have that concrete, solid understanding of these things because you find it in each moment.
2: Exactly. And I'm so glad that you brought up the love aspect because people with undefined G-centers are like, am I loved? Um, Am I lovable? Mm. And that has been a definite strong theme within my life even from childhood and so it really if I'm not careful I can go into a downward spiral because of it and really act out of the not self because of it um you know giving my love to people but not showing love to myself or giving people all my love and all these doing all these loving acts and tasks for them and giving them just this like huge burst of just kindness and caring and just overexerting myself because I want to prove to them that I'm lovable, but mm. you know, I'm trying to prove to myself really, huh? And then I'll start, and then it goes to my direction. Like people expect me to have this directions or saying, Oh, you should have this defined in your life and blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. And so because I don't have that sense of, Uh, rhythmic love Mm. I like start to feel down on myself and like I'm not worthy or I'm just not living up to expectations and I'm doing things that are not in alignment with my inner self to please the other person like a big people-pleasing thing theme in my life because of just this lack of direction lack of purpose lack of a sense of love. But the more and more I follow my inner authority and my strategy and really tune into that sacral response, really tune into that inner essence and get it into my body, the easier it becomes and the clearer, more clarity I receive to act in the now. And then just like being that generator building moment by moment, the foundation of who I am and who I want to be in this world in the first place. So it's really like a lot of people who, or the people who have defined G centers really do not understand. And sometimes don't have patience with people who don't have that sense of identity and direction. And like, that's why I go, like when I enter a new relationship, whether it's a friendship or a, romantic relationship I like I'm like what's your birth date <laughs> <laughs> what's your time of birth I need to know your human design so we can talk to each other and so we can understand each other so I will not have any expectations of me and vice versa you know you'll have some but... you
1: give them a huge like lowdown of like <laughs> this is where we do align and this is where we don't right. so you're gonna need to understand <laughs> But you can't do this. It's not gonna work.
2: <laughs> You'll feel pressured here and I'll feel pressured here because you're defined and I'm not, mm. and vice versa. So you know, the G Center is one of the most important centers in human design, so it's like your core self. Mm. So that's such a it can be such a fragile part of the the being.
1: Yeah. You know? And you know what, I think that what I'm learning and what I'm seeing is where we have these undefined or open centers can be an amazing outer authority for other people. So like, I know that when I come to you and I feel confused about like what direction I need to take or what action I need to take. When I talk to you, I feel like I, I gain so much like amazing clarity that like talking to somebody else who has a defined G center, I might not. Get that from, so like it's almost like your superpower is to like help reaffirm the direction of other people in themselves.
2: yeah, thank you. they say like I've heard I watch a bunch of YouTube human design videos on YouTube, okay, so um, I've done quite a amount of research as well, and they say that people with undefined or open centers. Um, if they, especially, especially in the chi center, if they experience it, if they experience the certain energy, they can take that energy and pull it through that center and share it with others. Hmm. So that I feel like that's really helpful with my Reiki practice.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Being able to, to channel that certain energy through me in order to help and be of service for the other person. That's my way to give back to someone is, pulling that energy from whatever my experience was to just, like, create and co-create with the other person, because mm-hmm. we all know, like, healing is co-creative, Yeah. so,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk about, I know you've been trying to find, like, the thing that you want to do, Um. And I know I've been like kind of like that annoying person's like, you should do this. You'd be great at that. You'd be great at this. Um, Obviously only trying to be helpful. You're never annoying, Tia. Come
0: on.
1: (laughs) I pull cards for you and I'm like, my cards say you should do this. Um, (laughs) Can you talk on your experience of that? I know like we've had a lot of deep conversations about it. It's been like at times like an area of like, a little bit of stress for you just trying to figure it out but I know you're taking it day by day which is the correct way mm-hmm. instead of jumping and like me I would have just like jumped in by now the mind would have been like screw this let's just skip that and like let's just let's skip responding and just pick something so like you're really honoring the process for yourself yeah thanks
2: um I really felt in my own, in my innermost being that in order to find out my purpose or my direction, I really needed to nurture and cater to myself and build myself back up emotionally. Um, because, you know, four months ago I was a complete mess emotionally, physically. I just like, man, I was really really down and out and Tia you actually helped me tremendously get out of there
1: I like to call but, it a um, giant pivot in your life <laughs> <Put it that laughs> way. right thank you <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: yeah so it's just like for some reason I had that direction that I needed to really build myself again cater to myself heal myself in order to find out what I want to do mm-hmm. in life and, I mean, that's going to be always changing anyway. Yeah. As I change, as I grow and expand, so do whatever. So does the outside world, right? Yeah. I don't know. Does that well, sound <laughs>
1: right in my head? You're just <laughs> responding to your environment, basically. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I know, exactly. like, have you felt a lot of pressure from other people to, like, get it figured out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... I understand it's, it's
2: totally understandable because, you know, certain people are just made to do things immediately and can jump right in. And whenever they're like, whatever their emotional state is, they're able to take action, like especially manifesting generators. Mm. They just get shit done. (laughs) And that, that's, that's my husband. And like, um, intermittently he will be like, Yo, what's going on with the job situation? And I'm like, I'm trying to get there. I, I need to build myself. I'm scared and all these, you know, lower vibrating feelings. And luckily he's receptive of it and he's got a kind soul and he's still supporting me. Um, but I do feel that pressure mm. to and that expectation to get it done now, even knowing that it's not what's it's not what's best for us all because i have a child with him as well um in the larger picture so for some reason i'm able to see the larger picture instead of the now moment as well mm. if that makes sense like yes i respond in the moment but i do feel like i can feel out what's better in the macro instead of just this microcosm mm. experience that we have So, you know, I just have to let that anxiety and that expectation and ride that wave out until it exits my body Um, because then I'll just act out of not self and I'll respond to things and I'll start initiating and then things won't work out or smoothly and then what I see in the future won't be as grand (laughs) and as much of a blessing as it could potentially be if I wait. Hmm. And wait for the right opportunity. Just wait. Just be patient. Wait, and then, like you know, the manifesting generator is like, "Why do it now?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "I get you. I get that you're biting, you're chopping a bit, but please, just have faith in me and have faith in that I know intuitively what I'm doing."
1: They're like, "Do it now and do all the things right now." Right.
2: And it's <laughs> don't just pick
1: like, one. Do five. <laughs> But he's been very
2: patient as well, I do have to say that, and uh, I am very grateful.
1: What is your son again? I always forget. My son's a manifesting generator Uh, as well. (laughs) So how is that, and does he have an undefined G-Center, or is it defined in him? It's undefined as well, so I'm glad that I can experience that so I can teach him
2: about it. Um, And I do see that theme of him of wanting to be part of the crowd and Becoming the environment he's in um, Mm. when he's, you know, around his friends or family members. He comes home and he's like, hey, I'm like, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) But it's okay. It's his experience. So I can't take that away from him. And I don't want to take that away from him. That's how he learns.
1: Mm. And do you feel like you can relate to him like on a deeper level because of this? Yeah does he ever question whether he's loved or not
2: no he's only four so I try to explain things to him in a simple way and like a whole and complete explanation of things instead of you know this is why this is why you might be feeling this or Mm -hmm. this is what's going on with mommy and daddy and how do you feel I don't know do you feel this way? Uh-uh. Do you feel this way? Uh-huh. Do you know why you might feel this way? Uh-uh. So it's like that kind of <laughs> conversation when I have the patience to
1: do that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not always like that. But <laughs> Oh, man. He's definitely a cutie, but I can see how even having him around gives you that pressure, too. because yeah. Oh, that. He's just so excited
2: to do things. And that's... I love that. I love that. And I mean, I do have those times where I'm like, dang, I wish I was a manifesting generator so I can
1: just get shit done. You just got to borrow right. a little of his energy. you <laughs> know, right. Like, give me some of that juju. <laughs> oh man, I used to feel bad because my son would like drain me, and I'd be like, "Dude, you're stealing my generator energy. You need to calm down." He's like, "Mom, you can have some of my energy. I'm so sorry." So I stopped saying that to him because it, it would oh, just get yeah. him so upset. So oh, I'm just man. like, "Mommy's energy is a little low right now," and he's like, "Am I stealing your?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, no. It's okay. You're you're supposed to borrow it. It's okay." <laughs> oh well, it's good you communicated with him. <laughs> But they're just so funny at this age,
2: you know? Yeah, yeah. I've had people, like, tell me, I don't know how you deal with this little manifesting generator. Like, he's <laughs> a ball of energy. He oh requires extra attention. I'm like, I know. That's what I'm telling. That's why I only want one child, okay?
1: <laughs> and even, like, as a generator, that just goes to show, like, the level of energy is, like, so different. I think that, like... I understand why manifesting generators want to be in their own category because they just like literally like blow us out of the water um but I'm like guys we both have sacral energy okay (laughs) all right (laughs) (laughs) yeah it still counts like we just want to be as cool as you
2: we just want to be as cool and have all the ideas.
1: Oh yes. my gosh. Um, do you ever see like a little of yourself in him though? Like in the way he acts and stuff like that with the uh, undefined G center.
2: Yeah. He's, he, he often does look for direction and what he should be doing. And like, I do suggest things that he wants to do. And it's also, do you want to do this? Yes or no responses. Basically. Work well with him. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. exactly so he'll be able to find out what he wants to do and then like if he answers yes to something um i'll ask him again to see if he's sure because that'll change within a minute <laughs> so i'm like are you sure this is what you want to do because you know mgs yeah we've got that two light system mm-hmm. it's good now but when they're actually going to do it they got they double might check. Not be
1: good. double check right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm learning that works for us, too. It's just not as fast. Like, during things, like, I've noticed, like, I need to check in with myself and say, do I still have the energy, or were there things I didn't anticipate? Exactly. And I know I've messaged you a few times, and I'm like, oh, my God, I said yes to this thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think I can do it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like let me I love on... watching
2: you I love watching you experiment with yourself though it's really and inspiring.
1: that's what this whole thing has been for me it's like I think my mind in within the conforms of like my real life was struggling with like how do I apply this but because I added like this new project to it it was like, oh, this could be a fun experiment. Let's, like, try and see, yeah. um, like, how can we respond to things. So I think it, like, made it a little bit easier because the mind's, like, really, really, like, got that hook in me. It's like, but no, we need to do it this way because this way works. And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's
2: uh, I don't know. I feel like the mind has been very active lately even most recently like amplified i mean i have an open head or undefined head center and a defined ajna but i've really felt that pressure to think lately and Mm. i sometimes i can't even meditate because my mind is so loud you know the thoughts are so loud so it's I feel like as generators, it's good to like go out and do things physically in order to get that mind to settle down. And, you know, I have that active brain, so <laughs> I need to do things and wear out my energy. Yeah.
1: I'm finding, oh, not every person that I do reading for but a lot of them that have the open or undefined head center like have active minds and I'm like it's because you're just you know everything's flowing through (laughs) in one ear and out the other (laughs) you're just just picking up the whirlwind of like crap out there like oh I totally relate to that and then there'll be like all these thoughts going on in my mind and and then I'll just all of a sudden, I'll be like, you know, none of this matters. And then it gets quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it gets quiet. I'm like, oh, that's better. <laughs>
2: Thankfully, yeah. Yeah, you can get there. And that awareness bring that into you.
1: you know? Oh, my God. That's helped so much because I cared way too much about way too many things that didn't matter yeah. at that's all, cool. all the time.
2: For sure. <laughs> I can link. I'm sure many people can.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, And I just think that having somebody to like ping ideas off of as we've gone through this three-year journey, because I think we met like both around the same time that we discovered Mm -hmm. this. So it's been like so fun to like get to see each other grow Mm -hmm. and like how we're dealing with our not self. I'll like message (laughs) you. I'll be like, my not self is really active today. (laughs) Or I'll like tell you a story, and you'll be like, "Are you sure you're not acting? Room, you're not self." Yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
1: I'm like, just like, oh, it makes so much sense.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm so like human design is such a blessing, not only for like energy, but also mechanically. I have one of those minds that are just like, I'm very spiritual, but also very um, analytical. Mm. So, it's good food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mind that's, like, obsessed about things that don't matter. And it's very certain, even though it's not certain about anything. <laughs> right, right. So, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I know this. And it's like, mm, kind of. <laughs> 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 and I love it when, like, I'll tell you something and I'm like, is this even real? How can this even be possible? Like, I know it, I know this is a thing, but I'm like, this could be all like crackpot, like junk that somebody just made up. And you'll be like, Tia, this is this is you being a one three, okay? Come to
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know nobody can teach you.
1: Oh my god, I'll get a new teacher and like that lasts all of like three months and then I'll start being like, I don't vibe with this person anymore and you're just like, Tia, this is just you. Calm down. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know it's just because you're undefined throat center. You just need to talk and get it
1: out. So I'm just like, yeah, hold yeah. nice. I need to talk a lot. So anyone who has an undefined throat, find a friend with a defined throat. It's 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 pretty awesome. <laughs> a safe friend, a safe friend. Yeah, don't don't have unsafe friends. <laughs> They're unsafe.
2: That'll gossip, gossip, and just kind of repeat your information to anyone, or turn it around on you, or you know yeah unhealthy kind of stuff
1: is there any like advice that you would give to someone who's just starting out to experiment like I know there are times when I take this way too seriously and you like remind me to calm down a little bit but is there like any like <clears throat> really helpful tips for someone who's just starting on their journey and they're overwhelmed
2: and human design in general or yeah. undefined. You center. um You know, just trust the process. It's going to be a slow unfolding of old belief systems Mm. uh, that you have, and it might shake up your present life and it might cause you to really panic or become unsure of yourself in so many ways. But the more you get through, it, the more feelings you allow, the more you're aware of what's going on within yourself, the easier it will get. And try to find that really good support system to talk you through, if they know human design even better. Um, you know, Just trust the unfolding of the process and trust your inner authority and your strategy because um, it's going to shake up. A- reality (laughs) because you have to change in order for yourself to evolve you know you have to unpack all that heavy shit within you
0: yeah
1: it's definitely it's opened my eyes to a lot of shadow in my life and I've been like oh (laughs) oh (laughs) like I need to work on this because this is not really in alignment with who I am And it's been a slow progression. Like, I have that undefined solar plexus. So, like, I have that tendency to be like, let's leave it for another day. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to do it today. Like, I'm feeling good today. I'm not feeling (laughs) too much. I'm stable. Like, nobody's on a spiral over here. And I'm not picking that up. So, we're good. Yeah, for sure. And just, like... Try your best not to judge
2: yourself, which I know is really, really hard Mm. sometimes. And do whatever you can to care for yourself. And what do you need in this process? You need to ask yourself. You don't need to, but I encourage you to ask that question of what you need, what you are hoping to gain from this experience uh, and this experiment. And, you know, as things unfold, your, your inner self, the weight that you carry will get lighter and lighter and lighter and you'll feel better and you'll just start making choices that are correct for you and correct for your family too. I mean, you can't speak for somebody else, but um, it gets easier and it gets better. And the first cycle is seven years for the experiment. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but.
1: Oh man, I still have four more to go. <laughs>
2: Um, Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) I feel more connected with myself than I have ever felt, I think, in my life. Um, And that is such a comforting feeling. And that, like, I can't even explain, there are no words to explain the satisfaction I get Mm. from being connected to myself. And, And then being able to find that inspiration in life from where I was to like the bottom pit to now I'm just like finding inspiration through everything and anything. And I'm so loving passing that inspiration on and helping others um, on their journey to healing and connecting and just, you know, we're, we're finding my tribe, whoever wants to, connect you know I've got some gems to drop on you
0: (laughs) some
1: undefined g gems (laughs) and I love that because I think that is so important to have a tribe that you can trust and you can feel like yourself in and I've spent a lot of years being around people that I didn't want to be around, and I felt a lot of shame and a lot of guilt because I was told, like, these are the people, like, whether it was family or, you know, people that I was supposed to be associated with because of, like, where I was. Like, I would just feel guilty or shame because, like, I didn't want to fit in with those people because I didn't feel right in my own, like, being around those people. Um, It's like... I don't know how to explain it other than like my soul is just like, eh, no, no, thank you. <laughs> we don't have, we can like know each other, but beyond that, like. <laughs> right.
2: We don't need to get intimate.
1: <laughs> we don't have to be intimate friends. <laughs> we don't have to share our dirty laundry. <laughs> so just like, I found that like these people don't even have to be people that are like in your physical vicinity anymore. Like, I've made my tribe across so many, like, states and yeah. countries even. It's just awesome. amazing to me that, like, you, I can't even imagine before internet. Like, internet, <laughs> internet is, like, magic. This is how I know all my human design stuff.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: Sure. Oh my God, to be a 1 3 and to like have to use the Dewey <laughs> decimal system, I would blow my mind up. I'd be like, no. <laughs>
2: they only had encyclopedias back then. You'd be like, need more information. I know there's more out there. <sighs>
1: You know, when I was a kid, I had the encyclopedia on CD. We had actual encyclopedias, Uh, uh, and I would read them. But when we got the encyclopedia on CD, I thought it was, like, the coolest thing. Uh, Right. (laughs) Sorry. Little random tidbits about my life. I'm just like, you brought me back to my childhood with encyclopedias. (laughs) Oh, man. I I love that we can, like, share and laugh and respond to each other. And I wish more people had friends like us. <laughs> you need a human design friend in your life. Somebody oh, who can yeah. tell you all your shit. <laughs> oh, my God. And then it's call really you serious. out when you're not self. <laughs> right. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm so glad that you agreed to talk about all this fun stuff. I think it's going to be so helpful for anyone out there who's, like, really struggling with this. Um, You know, like, I personally can't describe what having this undefined G Center is like And I think it's similar to being a reflector, but, like, in a different way. It's, like, having a part of you that is reflector, but the whole rest of you is something else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, like, just having that piece of you that you feel like it should be defined, but it's not. So Mm -hmm. I think that perspective is going to be, like, super helpful for people going through the same things, wondering... Where they're going in life, and it—the key is just the present moment, right? Mm-hmm. Su- yeah, surrendering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And knowing that the information
2: that you're receiving through that undefined openness is distorted. Mm-hmm. So check in with your body. You know, check in with your strategy and your authority. <laughs> and your
1: inner essence <laughs> and all thank you, you so much well. for having me on this show though i really really appreciate it <laughs> i know well i'm sure i will find another way to have you on <laughs> whoop, whoop. Oh, gladly Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. If you love this episode or any of the other episodes, please leave me a review. You can screenshot this review and send it to intuitionxdesign at gmail.com. I've been giving away some free, really interesting resources about human design to anybody who sends me the review. And I will be giving a, or not really giving, but I'll be doing a giveaway on Instagram. Um, So I'm not going to spoil it. You'll have to just wait and find out. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, you probably should. So look out for that. I think it'll be going up probably in the next week. I just have to solidify some details and yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. So look out for that and I'll see you guys next week.
0: Thank you for tuning in this week on human design podcast for more episodes and content like this. Please share our message and like us subscribe, leave a review or share with your friend The
1: more that I can get this out there, the more people I can help, and the more content I can bring to you guys. Also, don't forget to check out, I have some awesome coaching services. I do soul coaching where I connect you to your intuition, your inner voice. I also do some combination of human design and soul coaching. And for those generators out there, I really enjoy helping you guys connect to your sacral authority to learn what it is you're actually tuning into. So check that out. That's all on my website. You can look at the link in the show notes and until next week, I'll see you then.